Hey guys, what's up? So in today's video, Ken is going to talk to you about how he passed his challenge account. So follow me, let's go to our new office. So hello hello traders welcome back to another video by Financial Hub. So my name is Akian, part of the Financial Hub team and in this video I'm going to share with you how I passed the $50,000 dollar challenge for my forex funds. The different things that I did, the whole story behind it and a couple of lessons that I've been able to gather and I'll also outline my plan moving forward and how I'll be helping you guys also uh able be able to access such funds. So to start off I think it's 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 quite remarkable obviously to pass some of these challenges but for me I think the the passing of the challenge is just the beginning because what what the the task ahead of you now is to be able to consistently uh, generate profits out of these markets and also at the same time to avoid any drawdowns that are likely to knock you out of the challenge again so profarms are basically companies which are designed to fund traders and if you Uh, obviously a trade I'm sure you've heard of FTMO my forex funds and all these other platforms that are there however I've only interacted with my forex funds and FTMO which are the two uh, big f- farms but I decided to pursue the my forex funds because that is where I just started it's not because of anything else and I wanted to first max out one platform before jumping into another platform and I'm on track now to be able to at least do that so I I took my first challenge in 20 21 October so about a year ago or two years ago because actually we're in 2023 I had that challenge for about four months five months I was able to generate consistent profits but I did not pass the challenge reason being I was taking very minimal risk so one thing that I've also noticed when I'm doing the challenge so I'll somehow mix the lessons from the stories also and just uh, share with you everything in that line is When you're taking those challenges you have to remember that you have a clear objective. There is no way you're going to take some risks and pass this challenge especially if your system is designed to have minimal trades. So like for me I I normally have 5 six trades nowadays per month. I think maximum of seven trades, maximum a minimum of four or five. Like generally I've only taken five trades and the funny thing is the less the trades I take the better the performance. So in general I've had five trades and I was able to generate about 8% which is about $4000 for that account <coughs> in December I took also about six trades or seven yeah I, I took about six trades and I made again another $4000 or again another 8% the minute you focus on taking very very minimal trades and you become very very selective then it becomes easy for you to generate consistent profits but you must attach some good uh risk or position sizing because right now I take uh, I risk about 1.5 for every trade that I take 1.5% which is about $750 for each trade that I take uh initially when I started that's what where I was uh, coming from I started by risking about 0.5 and I started with a $100,000 challenge so at first I was looking for a six figure account I failed on that one because uh eventually what happened was on the fourth month I had that account for about four, four months the fourth month time ended before uh, I was able to come back up and I was down 
And one of the grave mistakes that I'd made for that account was I had taken very minimal risk. So as much as I was taking good trades, I was sometimes forced to go into bad trades because uh, of the time constraints which are there. And once you understand that there's a time constraint, especially in the challenge phase, then you become very smart around how you take your risks and how you position size and the trades that you take. Because the minute you click that uh, buy or sell button when you get the account, then the clock starts ticking. And once the clock starts ticking, it can become psychologically very challenging. So I've done a total of about three challenges before I passed this one. So I did one for 100,000, I did another one for 100,000, then I did one for 50, and then I did this one that I passed now for 50,000. So it's been, let's say, a near, top on top a near, doing the challenges and learning from them. And it's very, very important to sort of like go through that learning process because most, most people have noticed, like they, they want to learn how to trade at the same time, take proof from challenges. I personally don't think it will work. Even if you pass the challenge, I don't think you really stand a chance of making any money. And if you will make money, I don't think you'll make money consistently, which is what everyone wants. You don't want to make profits today and then a week from now you're knocked out of the game. And that will take you some time. You need to understand your system and you need to understand your process. So for me to just summarize a bit the difference between the two uh, faces when I was failing the challenges versus when I was passing. It's important to learn from your successes as much as you learn from your uh, from your failures. Is one, you must be very, very selective with the trades that you take. So I'll attach some of those certificates for you guys to see. You must be very, very selective with the trades you take. Uh, initially, when I started trading, the amounts I'd have 20 trades, the amounts I'd have 15 trades, the amounts I'd have 30 trades. I, I don't remember any particular month where I had less than 10 trades. Right now, I have five or six trades a month. In a month, I can trade, let's say, three weeks, and in one, one full week, I won't be trading. A whole week, I will not be trading. Like next week, I know I won't trade because of how markets have been shaping and also there's the release of Federal Reserve interest rates. Yes, there'll be some volatility in the market, and maybe if there was a setup, I'd trade. But for me, I don't think I'll have a setup next week based on the different markets that I trade. So I don't force myself to do something uh, when there's nothing to do. And I just have to be very, very patient. So one of the things that I've learned for you to be able to make money cons consistently is you must be very, very patient. Like you must strive to be out of the markets most times. The keyword is most times. You must be in the markets very minimal times. You you can't be in the market a lot of the times and you still expect to make money consistently. It won't. It just won't work. But now, one mistake that I was also making was that most people want to stay out of the markets, but they don't have a strict criteria that allows them to be in the market. So what I mean is you don't have a, a system that is designed to guide your behavior. You know, for me, anytime I deviate from my system, I can know that I'm now failing or I'm not following my plan and in the long run I'll get hurt. But once you have a clear system, then you're able to stay out of the markets most times. But most people, and I was there some, at some point, you don't have, you have not figured out a way to consistently extract profits out of markets. When I say you have not figured out is basically you have not found a method. And you're trying to blame your psychology and your lack of discipline Uh, for you not having a method, and that is wrong. Most of the patterns that people are trading don't have any significant edge, I can assure you that. Like you'll find someone is trading a pattern which they just trade in a book. They've not tested the pattern. For me, I think also, 
was actually having a session with our psychologist and one of the things she told me was she has noticed the difference between trading a backtested system with statistically reliable edges versus trading randomly by randomly i mean you wake up and you want to trade i personally don't do that i just wait for a trade to appear i don't wake up and decide today i'm going to trade tomorrow i'm not going to trade i don't have that or this week i'm going to trade next week i'm not going to trade no i've tested my pattern and i know it has a statistical edge of giving me this probability and if i follow that pattern then i'll be able to consistently extract profits out of the market in a disciplined way so other than just not having a method then you have the the, the challenge of being disciplined where you don't have something to be disciplined around then it becomes very difficult for you to to be able to make money consistently for me when i was doing the challenge one thing that i never wanted to happen was i never wanted to pass the challenge on luck i never wanted uh to be to have the account just based on luck like i took a 2% trade somewhere and it made me money no i always wanted to pass the challenge based on consistent profits being generated in the market so like since i started this second challenge i've not had any losing month uh so for the last like 5 months i think i've not had any losing month and i've been able to generate more than 5% for all those months that tells you clearly that there's there's something that has changed in your trading like you have finally grasped some things which are enabling you to consistently extract profits out of the market that does not mean that i'm not working on some things or i'm 100% there yet i am still working on some things i'm perfecting on how to manage my emotions i'm perfecting on even staying out of markets most times which i've also noticed you can really be tempted to come back to the markets especially for people like us who are quite experienced in the market because you have some feel about where markets are going and sometimes as much as a trade is not in your pattern you could say that i expect this market to go here however in the long run that won't work because once or twice you'll be right but in the long run you'll teach yourself a habit of again not trading something that is statistically reliable i think for me that is one of the things that i tell anyone out there if you're trading and you are not aware of the statistical edge that you have in the market you're wasting time the keyword is you're wasting time no 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 discipline will save you from losing money if you're trading a pattern that has no edge no risk management strategy will save you from losing if your pattern if you're trading a pattern that has no edge for me i know i'm six, i'm right 60% of the time and any time i'm right i'm going to make this amount which is about 2 dollars any time i'm wrong i'm going to lose about a dollar so i'm making money based on mathematics it's not it's not it's not luck most people would think it's luck or it's not luck at all anyone who's made money in the markets will tell you that you need to find a method and a method that works and you'll spend time developing that method again that's the thing like don't assume that you'll fi- figure out that method in one year or two years for me it took me about four years to be able to perfect what i'm currently doing and to be able to understand my style of trading and to be comfortable following it because nowadays i don't have very many errors in my trading my trading is more or less about perfection perfecting what you're doing and again that's something that i tell most traders don't jump into pro farms if your trading has not gotten to that level where it's it's sort of like perfection like you have worked on your craft so long and so well such that now you've gotten to a point whereby you can say my job is to extract profits out of the market and to test other patterns so <clears throat> one thing you must do is create a plan obviously you need a trading plan also that's something that i learned for me to pass the challenge i have stopped that habit of breaking my plan i rarely break my plan 
I think over the last and part of the reason for that also is that I'm not trading so much so I'm not really exposing myself to the potential of breaking my plan at any single time what I'm doing is I'm waiting for a clear pattern to come along and once that pattern comes along I have my parameters for that pattern I take the trade if it's a loser it's okay if it's a winner it's okay I've also accepted the element of losing which is very very critical in the markets and some of these things uh, we may talk about them like you may watch this video thinking I have I have a holy grail or I have something that I've figured out that made me pass the challenge and will make me pass the other challenges that I'm going to do because that is where I'm going next but there really isn't anything that I have figured out I think what I've just understood is more or less the basic knowledge that is out there that you need to have a method and a method that is tested you need to follow that method and follow it in a disciplined way you need to have a plan and trade that plan and you need to learn how to manage your emotions it's, it's basically i think every trader has had the value of patience every trader has had the value of discipline but few understand the implications of those things and how they affect you when you're trading in the market so for me that that is briefly how I passed the challenge I'll attach for you. I won't go into the details of the trades that I took because I don't see how that will help you. If you're interested in understanding our methods of trading, obviously you can take up our course. I wanted to just pass along the fundamental principles that can be used by anyone trading any particular method. So the risk I was taking per trade was 1.5%, so every single trade I was taking 1.5 and ideally my risk reward is about 1 is to 2.2 to 2.5 on average. I don't have one is to four, one is to five, or one is to ten. I hear people talking about strategies that have risk rewards of one is to ten and a poor hit rate. Mm. I don't think that will also work in the long run. I have been really looking for great track records. I have looked at amazing track records. And one thing that was really outstanding on these track records was the hit rate that these people had. I think a good trader needs to be able to be right. six or seven times out of 10 you need to have a hit rate of that's that's what i personally rely on because if you have a hit rate of 60% let's say which is what i think is a bare minimum for me for you to be able to consistently make money you can have 30 and a good risk reward i know all that uh knowledge that is spread around but sometimes you really have to critical think you have to think critically about what 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 does some things mean or what do some things really imply okay take an example of having a hit rate of 65% that means first of all you're really wrong second you don't have many losses third your psychology is always intact because uh, you you're, you're not wrong many times in the market so you don't go through those very many drawdowns that will knock you off psychologically which is very very critical your mind is Your mind is a weapon when it comes to trading. You need to really protect it. And once you start having a hit rate of 30, that means you're okay, you're wrong 7 times out of 10 and you want to say you won't have any psychological implications for that. That means you can easily go into a 7-8 percent drawdown. I don't really think that will work in the long run. And some of these ideas have been promoted by people who trade very differently from how retail traders trade. Because if someone is managing a portfolio let's say of stocks and they tell you they have a hit rate of 40% what that means is this person can buy a stock at let's say $10 it goes to uh 8 he's out he buys another one at 10 it goes to 8 he's out he buys another one at 10 it goes to 8 he's out 
But then finally he'll get one stock that he'll buy at 10 and it will go to 20. Mm, that can work because you can see this guy will make all the money he lost on this this other trades. But when it comes to the forex market, it doesn't really work like that because you'll find that you lose this time, you lose the next time, you lose the next time. Then the next trade you get won't rally that much to recoup all these losses. So that idea that you have of having very tight stops and a very bad, very high risk reward ratio then having a very low hit rate, I'm I'm yet to see and that's one challenge that I'd actually pose to you guys. Don't just rely on some things that you hear about. Go to my FX book, check out some of the best track records. Uh read books like Market Wizards, check out some of those track records and you will very quickly discover that most guys who make money in the markets are right 60-70% of the time. You really need to figure out your method and that can only come again from having a specific method and a specific criteria that has been tested. You you can't get such an edge by just guesswork. It doesn't come because you're good at predicting markets. It comes because you're disciplined to follow particular rules. So I think that's also something that I'd pass along to you. You really need to try and have a good hit rate. You really need to try and have a good hit rate. A low hit rate won't make for you money consistently and you will have very many drawdowns and that will hurt you psychologically and then that will hurt your trading eventually so it will be a perpetual cycle of things going down and spiraling lower and lower so you need to have a good hit rate that's something that I'd say you you really need to have one uh, i've said i've talked about selectivity having a hit rate uh, trading a method which has been tested and not trading your own opinions or your own ideas like that times i just i'm watching markets and i'll see a move which looks like a very good sell signal maybe and then four hours later the market will have moved again and it will look like a very good buy signal and i always wonder how someone who's trading based on their opinions and not something that is tested how how would you make decisions such that four hours ago you were you were thinking of this market as a very good sell and then four hours later you're thinking of it as a very good buy you really need to think about can i really make money using such a method clearly you can't because It's very hard for you to know this market will move this side or this other side. You know, anyone who's making money in the markets have de- has decided that there this set criterias which work and if I'm going to trade these criterias then I'm going to sort of make money because you know if you risk this percentage then probability distributions will just take you to making money in the long run. That's how personally I think uh I've gotten to a point now where by It's just the probability distributions. A loss is a loss, a win is a win. A loss is not something that really gets to my head or a win is not also something that gets into my head. Again, winning is also dangerous because you're making $2,000, $3,000 in some weeks and if you make that money in a week and it gets to your head, you start thinking you're a god also. It could also affect you. And you know as you're growing your capital base, you also get to a point whereby you'll be able to make more. So once you're doing such things, again, you really need to be very, very careful around how you're handling your psychology your mind is very very important when it comes to trading so those are the main lessons that i took out of that you also need someone to keep you accountable i think for us having a psychologist and someone who you can talk to uh, every week on different matters on how you're planning to follow your plan on when you broke your plan on why you broke your plan and how asking you questions also really really helps so I think you, as you're trading you also need someone you need to be transparent with your trading and that's one of my goals for this year. So for this year I'm planning to really share with you now uh 
the whole trading how it will be going so every two weeks maybe I'll be removing a video and also I'll come up with a way of sharing uh, more details on how I'll be trading the setups I take both wins and losses like this week I had a losing week I've lost about 0.8% of the account so I had two trades which are running very well uh, but I mismanaged one of the trades so I ended up losing a percentage and once I make an psychological error especially if a loss is a loss is okay if it's a win it's a win it's okay but once i make a psychological error nowadays i stop trading i don't try to recoup my mistakes immediately i don't try to rewire myself immediately no in fact i stop trading and maybe take a break so like for next week that's part of the reason also i won't be trading it's for me to recoup myself and take myself back why i need to be psychologically for me to be able to consistently generate profits out of the market because by the end of the day that is your goal to consistently generate profits out of the market not this month not next month not this year not next year for a long period of time and if you can be able to do that then trust me you'll be able to make money consistently so my plans moving forward one is to obviously scale up the account and take up other accounts i'm planning this year at least to try and see if using prop farms i can max out uh which is about 450,000 that's about 50 million Kenya shillings uh, if you convert it so that's why I'm planning to end the year I'm going to take up the $100,000 challenge also as the next account then I'll take the $300,000 challenge and then I'll be done with those challenges for now then I'll move into another prop farm I'm planning to at least raise a million dollars using this prop farms because there's that opportunity for you to raise that money using these platforms and I think it's also less stressful than trading for people or asking people to give you money which is not the right thing to do especially when you're not licensed uh, and you have not gone through the proper protocols also people have approached me to try and manage money for them but for now I've been a little shy to do that because I know the nature of people and also I know the nature of markets so understanding those two things will make me not want to go into some things especially before I'm licensed and I'm ready to do it also because once you're managing people's money you also have the burden and the responsibility of contacting them being transparent to them and talking to them and I I wasn't willing to do that especially since I'm in the public domain uh without getting the necessary documents but I'm very very uh, confident that once we get the necessary documents then we can be able to go into that business and I think we'll also be able to generate good returns for our clients when that time comes because we're very confident about the patterns and the systems we're trading. They've been tested over very many years and we've seen that they have worked over different economic cycles and different uh, economic environments and time frames. So another thing that I'm also doing currently is backtesting more patterns. So I've found joy in testing out things in the stock market I consider myself more of a researcher than a trader. I think the main job of a trader is to try and look at history, the history of markets and to try and also understand the different patterns and how they have played out historically and how they keep on changing under different environments. So for me I'm a trend follower. I've also uh I have my own philosophies around how markets work. I believe that when markets are moving higher, you want to be in the direction of the trend and when markets are moving lower, you want to move lower with them i don't believe in picking tops and bottoms saying it has gone up so it should go down or it has gone down so it should come back up i uh, that's not my philosophy there are people who make money doing that i am not part of them i want to buy what is strong and to sell what is weak so if markets are going down i'll sell them if markets are going up i'll buy them i recently bought gold at 19 25 1950 
and someone was asking me you're buying it it has gone up too much and i said my job is to not know when it will come down my job is to just follow the structure of the market if it's going up i'll go up with it if it's going down i'll go down with it but for now price has not told me anything about markets going down so you also need to have such things you need to have your own philosophies around how markets work you need to sit down and think about what you've observed and what you've tested and then you need to uh, now inculcate all those things into something called a trading plan like your plan needs to reflect your own philosophies around risk what you believe about drawdowns losing streaks like for me i believe a good hit rate prevents you from having very many losing streaks which is a disaster i think in trading if you have losing streaks which are very very big then you won't be able to like consistently generate profits out of the market so for me from my test i think the number of losses that i can have in a row are only four uh systematically so that means you're very very disciplined you're not breaking any rules and you're following your plan consistently you'll have four losses in a row independent of correlations so correlations are also a risk and most traders who are trading don't understand that so you find someone is trading usd card or usd dollar gbp usd euro usd you're not trading four pairs you're basically trading the dollar it's only that it is manifested under different things but if you have let's say a commodity a currency an index and you have three different asset classes which are not really that correlated but they're still correlated but at least the setup can appear here and then it disappears for some time then it appears somewhere else so i think that's basically what i'd want to pass along so every two weeks now i'll be sharing with you the setups that i've taken especially after the new office is up and running we are finalizing on a few things that had some delays but once we're up and running and we're back to the office on a full-time basis then i'll be able to share more videos with you guys on how I'm trading. I'll also be posting the trades that I'm taking. I'll also be sharing nuggets on some of the books that I'm reading on trading, some of the uh, research papers I'm reading on trading. Like I was recently reading a research paper that was done on day trading and they showed that only 1% could be able to make a living out of day trading. I, I also don't believe you can make money trading on a daily basis. Uh, but the people who do it and they are able to at least make money but i'm not part of that 1% i personally swing trade on the four time frame i'm not interested in what is happening on the 5 minute 30 minute or 15 minute chart i'm very focused on a specific objective taking one or two trades a week maximum and sometimes none so that's basically the story of how my trading has evolved to the point where now i can be able to see the consistency coming in and you're able to consistently generate some profits out of the market and to have the confidence even to trade because i believe most people don't have the confidence to trade they don't believe they can be able to uh make money in the market and it's because they're not justified to have that confidence they have not put in the right amount of time to be able to get to that point where you're confidently making money out of the markets and once that happens then it becomes very very hard for you to consistently make money so you need to be smart around how you handle most things in trading you need to be very very calculated in how you do your things that's the only way you'll be able to move forward in your trading and ramp up your your capital and even generate consistent profits so keep working at it also i never got here by by luck or by chance i think i've put in a lot of time into my trading personally and i have really tried to perfect most things that i'm doing including Uh, the system and there are many people who don't believe 
that you can consistently make a living out of trading i think we will prove these people wrong over time i think our youtube channel will be a very good uh portfolio of our work so we'll try and share most of the trades that you're taking and how you can be able to consistently generate profits out of market because it's not something that is impossible it's just something that is hard but it can it can be done and it will be done by those who have the persistence and the resilience to keep on moving uh especially during the learning process which is one of the toughest times for a trader when you're trying to figure out what you're doing once you get to this point where so you figure out what you're doing it gets a little bit easier because the work is more about managing emotions and other things but before that then it's a bit technical you really need to work on many things all at the same time and that can be a little bit stressful but it's what you have to do for you to to get to this point so with that said i think i'll leave it there uh i'll catch you guys in the next video we'll be back with the podcasts back with the weekly breakdown webinars events tours we're planning great things uh but planning is the most important thing first then the execution will happen automatically when the time comes so see you guys in the next video peace